Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierre. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. Okay. So, uh, I sent you a text on Monday, Pierce. Uh, mm-hmm. You, you, well, you had first sent me some texts, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, relating to a sporting event. Mm-hmm. And in my reply, I indicated that I had only seen about half of the sporting event in question uh, because <laughs> I was <laughs> I was walking home and like had to stop to sign up for a Peacock account to be able to watch the game. Yeah, it's very strange that exotic birds are now getting in the way of our ability to enjoy sports. But here we are in 2020. Things continue to get worse. I mean, we already knew it was a bad year for birders, but um, that's a a discussion for a different podcast. Uh, But yeah, you had to sign up for Peacock to watch something that, I mean, really until last year or earlier this year, would have been on, I mean, NBC outright, if not one of their secondary sports. It's probably their secondary sports channel, NBCSN. Yes. Um, I guess it would have conflicted with, uh, you know, the Ellen show, mm. <laughs> which maybe that should right. be relegated. But, again, different conversation. Um, but, but yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, last week we, we kind of brought this up. The four of us were talking about – the uh, I would call it the insidiousness, but the onset of all these um, what are called over the top services related to streaming. I would call it a and, morass. Yes, uh, well, th- it is a continued morass of streaming, but now some of the the big wigs, Peacock is under the NBC umbrella. Um, well, I'm sure we'll get into CBS All Access or knee CBS All Access uh, future Paramount Plus. But I, I, here's the thing: the... I don't think we will because I don't think anyone is really getting into that. Well, uh, I believe that there was a sporting event um, some number of weeks ago that, again, something that would have been on a network, a, a big network, and certainly uh, accessible through not especially advanced cable. Uh, mm-hmm was was not available and it was on CBS All Access instead. So so what has happened in the streaming morass is uh I think some of these bigger entities have wisened up to what allegedly the people want but really they want to keep their coffers uh fat. So I, I, I'm not sure you guys are re- referencing sporting events, and I don't know. I think it might help to put some context to it because it's starting to sound a little bit like classic pay-per-view. Uh, and we'll probably get into that a bit later, but like there was already mm-hmm. this world where you had to pay to watch. Uh, usually, fights is the most common thing I think that people associate with pay per view. But this is this is different than that, right? Yeah. So I, I don't. I have no idea why we have been so cryptic and skirted around what the sporting event was. We, it was, we do. It that. was to watch. It was to watch soccer. It was to watch a, a Liverpool match that was happening at uh, three o'clock on a Monday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the previous event that had been on CBS All Access was the semifinals and finals of the Champions League. So, 
soccer in particular seems to have really migrated to these newfangled services. Uh, but mm-hmm. yes, it is. This is this is one of those episodes where it feels very important that we make sure we define a thing well. So this is not pay per view. This is not like you know plunking down ninety nine dollars to watch two guys not punch each other for twelve rounds or. Uh, you know, to watch a, a WWE event before they changed their whole business model. Uh, this mm-hmm. is this is something that's actually where, a really good example. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, we'll we'll get there. Uh, this is similar to uh, Netflix or Hulu, where you pay a monthly fee for constant access to a platform, and it just so happens that the reason that I'm paying for Peacock and that Pierce is paying for Peacock is for this specific stream of stuff, Premier League games. Yeah, and so so we've kind of focused on sports here, and unfortunately a good way to define things is by saying what they are not. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked about it earlier, and, and Kevin, one thing I started to compare it to, but it doesn't really work, is is like league pass and the MLB system where you can watch all the games and the NHL one. Um, but, but I would say that uh, a defining characteristic here is those are kind of season specific. They're not a constant channel. Um, whereas this is a constant channel or streaming service. There's a hub, so to speak. Um, and, and also they in some ways I think are more, they augment live TV, t- live TV, but really they also um, they they are more kind of replacing on-demand services. Whereas I think that things like Leak Pass are saying we are giving you premium access to live TV and more live TV than you would get with with your cable package or whatever. So this is different. Mm-hmm. This becomes a place that you can go and watch movies and and go and watch TV shows while also getting some some live features as well as a little bit more live but nothing to the level of uh, the NBA league pass or the MLB extra inning stuff. Yeah, so yeah, that's think with the good. NBA, yeah, with the, like the league pass and the, or the the sporting packages another thing with those is that those are giving you things that you like you would get or you'd have access to in another way if you lived in like a geographical area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the kind of the key bullet points of what makes up a, an over the top service, because that's what we're talking about here is it's something crucially that only exists via streaming. It's, it's not something that you can access on cable typically it means that there is content that's specifically developed for that platform or or in the case of something like the Premier League that's only accessible on that platform so like you know it, it, you can't you can only watch so much soccer on NBC now because most of it has migrated to Peacock and that's that's the over the top aspect you need to go over the top of you know NBC to get to get to these games but there also, I think, at least how I define it, there needs to be some scheduled programming. Netflix, inarguably, is not an over-the-top service because Netflix is not over-the-top of anything. But also, 
you can't like tune to the Netflix channel and see what's on at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. With something like ESPN Plus, you can do that. There's also an on-demand aspect where you can, you know, go into the vault and watch the OJ doc a bunch of times. But, mm-hmm. you know, but there is there is at least some, you know, scheduled programming that airs like it's a traditional TV network, just only yeah. accessible over the top. Yeah, it, it, it has a, a at least a foundation in in typical broadcast television. Um, there is stuff being broadcast live, but you also get all this other stuff. And I think the point is good. Um, there's there's not a channel on your TV that is Peacock, but there is live TV that you don't get on on like Hulu or Netflix or you know those those types of things. Um, but but I think one thing that 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 leads to is um, and why I would say it's the insidiousness of this is um, I, I think that these cable networks, because we, we highlighted CBS and we highlighted NBC, and then also there is ESPN+, Plus, which you know by extension is ABC, they have wised up to the fact that they are bleeding cable subscribers, and that's where they get a lot of money. Um, and so they are in some ways taking back, you mentioned even the OJ doc, things like 30 for 30. Those are available on ESPN plus now. Those are things people will go back and watch just like the office on NBC. Uh, I don't know what CBS has to be honest, but I guess you could go back and watch the big bang theory and they're getting wise to that. And they're going and they're taking that stuff back and you're, you're coming there. I think for those, you know, marquee items, those bingeable streamable things that you now can't get on your netflix or your hulus and they're saying oh it's just five dollars a month and there's going to be extra stuff too you can watch some live things you can get siri ah or or i mean in this case uh premier league or or again whatever is on cbs i mean some some sports i'm sure there will be some some pack pack 12 basketball which that'll be awesome but it's it's that saying oh it's just five extra dollars a month but one thing we've talked about here is there are already all these costs that are built into it because you either have a cable package already or you have to add this on there peacock is is free premium right now and they have these different tiers but really it ends up you are still paying five dollars extra a month and i mean max i i think you subscribe to to some streaming services and do you start to look at the mounting bills if you want to watch 30 Rock and you want to watch X-Files and you want to watch uh, documentaries on, on Netflix and you go, oh, shit, this is <laughs> this is $50 a month? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I actually don't subscribe to any streaming services. Um, no, I don't. But uh, I, I recently canceled my Bezos subscription and then that's that was that was the only one. Um but yeah, I mean, it definitely gets to a point where, and I think we've even discussed this before, where you know you you question why you package all of these together when you're spending more than you could for something like a traditional cable package with premium channels. Um, and especially with sports, it makes me I don't know enough about it, so and I don't know if this is really the direction we want to go in. But I know there's this the Fubo, Fubu, and also like Hulu Premium advertise about having live sports. I don't know if those channels like cover 
these types of Premier League events that you're talking about, or if you'd still need over the top for that. I mean, that, that's essentially just an, a cable. My understanding of FUBU is just a cable package that you get through the internet. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think people are, like we've talked about before, people are going to want to, hey, I'd rather just spend, you know, 50 or 60 bucks a month and get everything I want to watch. But at the same time, a lot of people are not so good about about checking their subscriptions, and then they may not realize that $5 here and $5 there can add up to 60 or $80 a month, at which point you could pay, you know, cr- crumb, crumb cross uh, <laughs> the same amount of money and get it directly through your, I'm not, yeah, directly through yeah, your Yeah, um, none of us are trying to get box. our internet canceled over this podcast because then how will we watch our, our over-the-top streaming services? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think the the key point there is that uh, a lot of, you know, I think we all would love that world that you described, Max, where you pay 50 or 60 bucks a month tops and get everything you want. The problem is uh, it's arguably n- not possible Mm-hmm. Because yes, there are so generous. many of these, there are so many of these services proliferating, uh, and, and you know, and, and they all have their own content libraries, and and their play is, well, why are you going to pay another eight dollars for me? Well, I've got this one thing that you really love, so you're going to have to get it from me, uh, and 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 you just. At some point, if you're paying for, you know, if you're paying for eight different streaming services because you have, you know, you have a varied enough set of television interests that, you know, that you want all of those things, you're like, I I could easily see a point where you start thinking like, man, I really wish there was some way to consolidate all of these things into one you know, into one package, into one service where I have all the stuff that I want and our parents mm-hmm. are going to scream at us, motherfucker, that's cable. And, and the thing it. there is, is in, in Kevin, I, I think that, uh, you know, interested here, 50 or $60 would, would be great. Ooh. And, and you get, you know, 50 or $60, uh, I think go a long way with Fubo or Sling or, or YouTube TV. It does not but with th- YouTube TV, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> ideally, that would get you a long way. Um, yeah. But but there are two issues with that. The first one, Kevin, is to stream anything, you have to also be have purchased a internet, uh, internet, internet, one internet, and please. so 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 we are we are already at at least a hundred dollars, and to go to Correct. that's what cable was. When we had cable back in those dinosaur years, you did not also need internet. It just wasn't there yet. Yeah, I think a a big thing that happens, too, is that no matter what, you're going to want Netflix because Netflix just has so much stuff. And then by then you're like, well, if I'm paying for Netflix, I don't want to pay the cable company for cable because 80% of my time is spent on Netflix. (laughs) But then you lose a couple things, then you get, you get, you know, Disney Plus or whatever. So I think that... With all these services, I think that each of them are in themselves like a great deal. Um, but then, like if you are just getting one, like the amount of money you pay for one service, generally there's enough content to where, like Sean said, it's a great deal, and so like mm-hmm. you want to get it. But then when you end up with a bunch of them, you don't actually have time 
to take advantage of the great deal. Like league pass, great deal if you watch a basketball game every night. Like if you kind of think about how much you're paying for each basketball game, it's really not that much. But like more often than not, you're gonna stop really like using it after a week unless you write for write about basketball for a living. Right. Or are or are fine with no longer having a significant other. Right. Because they will be infuriated at you for watching goddamn basketball every night. And and I think that uh you know, one thing, Kevin, you get at kind of backwards and and these services are are I think capitalizing on the fact that we don't ask this question. But we should really ask ourselves, how much time are you really allotting to this type of streaming entertainment? (laughs) I've been watching a lot of, and I will cite it, uh, I've been on YouTube a lot and watching way too many Binging with Babish videos. Those are like eight eight minutes a pop or so. And they're just long enough to give me, you know, uh, excitement and, and joy and whatever. But I'm not paying anything for that except for the ads that are taking whatever information from me. But but I still, you know, with the advent of these over the top services, um, you know, is is that is that a question that that by us not asking where where the suckers here is how much time are you really spending? I mean, even if you watch a Netflix movie every night, that's only like two hours in it's hard to fill that time with, you know, if you have Disney Plus 2, if you have Hulu as well, if you have if you're watching Seinfeld on whatever thing that is or or Peacock has a show that you like. Maybe we need to be more honest about that. Well, I would say that maybe Well, that's a that's a very like rosy and idealistic way to think about it is like maybe we should be like bettering ourselves and reading more books instead. But, no, I'm just saying just only one streaming but like, service because I don't have enough time for all. Well, okay, okay, so you're assuming people have one television. If you, you have four TVs, you can easily watch two <laughs> Netflix shows, a basketball game, and a Hulu show all at once. Oh my yeah. god! And we have we have small households in in the scheme of of American households, so that's worth <laughs> yes. considering too. But but I, I I do think that you've hit on what the actual suckers game is, which is thinking that you need to play by Netflix's rules mm-hmm. or, or, or more specifically that you need to play by Netflix's rules and Hulu's rules and HBO Max's rules and YouTube TV's rules. The real suckers game is trying to take all of these things on yourself instead of building a network of of people who (laughs) combined have a a broad and varied palette of streaming video interests and you know cooking up a little scheme well and and our legal team has just informed us that we're not (laughs) suggesting that you share accounts or anything like that i mean look you know our our, <coughs> our our legal team can suck it. Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> it takes oh, okay. takes well, it yeah. takes a village to win the fight against Netflix. This is the fight of our lives. Uh, so that seems, so that here's here's the I'm thing. Sorry. Here's the thing about these shared accounts. I I know Sean, you have YouTube TV. I do. I and and Kevin uh, had a dalliance with with Sling uh, back in the day. As we're talking, I have realized that that I am even more 
uh, impressed but in a terrible way by by these over-the-top things. Because one thing Sling did for you is you could pay less than cable but then have a certain lineup where you could get access to to NBA games mm-hmm. or or uh, you know Premier League games or things like that. Sports, you could get the extra channels they had. You had a way to log into it and get those. What these over-the-top do is they take away from the Netflix game, which we are trying to opt. Someone might be trying to optimize by sharing accounts. Someone mm-hmm. not not part of our group at all um, would be trying to do that. So they take back their content that, that they produced or whatever. And then they're also taking away from Sling and these upstarts and Fubo because they're saying, oh, those games that used to get on NBC Sportsnet or CSNBC, oddly, we are now putting our CNBC. Sorry, um, we are now putting those behind our paywall, so that now you know you are getting less if if you are subscribed to those those cable alternates. So so the landscape is changing, and to do the optimization you may have hinted at um, becomes even tougher. Uh, even if we're trying not to play their games, they are heading us off. Yes, Max. Yeah, but well, but then it becomes almost impossible to just pay for all these services yourself. Yes, I mean, that that's that's what I'm getting at. Like you just there's there's not another way. If you want, you know, if you want all the TV you want and you don't want to be poor doing it, you pretty much have to cheat. Yeah, and and maybe we should we should you know mention here it, it is a very uh, it, it is a very fortunate thing to to even consider having all these streaming services yes. and and maybe putting. But but it is worth saying that what these companies are doing is is if you really can only get one or two and you're not in a situation where where you might be able to share with others, um, it's making it really hard. I, I can only imagine if you have if you have kids and and your kid really likes watching something that's bingeable, um, and you don't want to as, as Kevin has told me about before, you know the rabbit holes you can get on with youtube if you're showing kids stuff there and that you are really into something else and it helps you relax after work or whatever and now all of a sudden you're looking down the barrel of 15 or 30 dollars a month as opposed to 10 dollars a month when you first got netflix eight years ago i i mean i think that there's a there's a oh and now i'm paying even more than i would have with cable to also the other end of that which is wow 30 dollars in entertainment costs which used to be 10 is a big jump especially right now. Um, yeah, but so. I still think, but even times when I've gone and looked like, okay, what if I did want to get the cable package with more? It still adds up to like, adds up to way more than that. Yeah. And yeah. And I also do think part of that is because still with something like ESPN, as far as I know, the only way to get the content like on ESPN is to have a cable subscription that comes with ESPN. Or one of these online replacements like YouTube TV. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, um, and, you know, if if I didn't have, um, if I didn't uh, skirt the, the laws um, and use a different login, I would maybe, I'd, I'd maybe have to explore that, and then by then, if I have to get the cable package, maybe I'd pay for, like, the bigger cable package instead of all these streaming services, but I don't know. I just wonder what's going to happen when we don't have our parents' uh, cable login to use <laughs> was, for anything I was anymore. Just thinking of that is: are, are there going to be a lot of? Uh, are there going to be like networks that just go out of business entirely? Uh, 
I mean, it's they have so to know long... the, they have to know the problem just as you know more intimately than we do, and I'm sure that they have the strategy. <laughs> it's it's curious because it's been such a long time since I've flipped through through the channels, and and I I, I think there's like you know one of those outdoor sports kind of networks channels, but it's been so long since I flipped through the TV, I don't know if it still exists. Um, I think a lot of people are probably just locked into cable packages, and even if it goes up twenty dollars every, you know, every year per month, they probably just don't. They probably just don't notice it. Um, but I mean, those folks maybe they're starting to notice that uh, they do use on demand. Which I'll just say, when I back when I had cable, I started using on demand a little bit. It was really good. You could watch that TV show that was on at 10, 10 p.m. And, and then watch it the next day at, at 7 p.m. And it was great. I just have to avoid that part of the Internet, which I don't go, even go on anymore. So so it was totally fine. And and I think that the thing that might be rough is the people that still have cable and rely on on-demand and want to go back and, I don't know, watch X-Files because for whatever reason it's on on-demand or something. It's probably not there anymore because it's been snatched and put on – whoever produced it in this over-the-top role so uh, i mean complaining about entertain yes well and not even necessarily who produced it because you know you you mentioned kevin that like you know the networks are 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 planning for this future and the way they're planning for it is buying up rights to stuff they're building content libraries and it's not all stuff that they produced i mean think of hbo max like their biggest selling point was friends is leaving Netflix. The office is leaving Netflix. Guess where you get those things here. Actually, maybe not the office. The office might be Peacock. The office is on Peacock. That's right. Okay. But, but friends, friends was unquestionably like their big selling point draw. Friends was never on HBO. Friends was a, a, you know, friends was a network sitcom that was, you know, uh, owned and developed by a production company. It's so like the it's not even of HBO. <laughs> yeah, so it's not in a in a way what they've done is they've taken the rights game that you know uh, that has been part of televised sports since time immemorial uh and they've just expanded it so that now everything i mean uh, you know I, I don't know if anybody remembers the the bidding war i don't was it seven years ago five years ago about what streaming platform seinfeld was going to wind up on like that's the kind of thing they've turned they've turned the fight over who's going to get the rights package to you know to air nfl games into the rights battle to see who's going to get to host friends on their streaming service for four years. Yeah. I mean, if there's one live sports, as we've discussed before, is always going to be the thing that is, is appointment viewing. I mean, once the game is over, it's, it's old news. You're, you, you're kind of behind. It's not something that any more people watch delayed. You can watch, Game of Thrones or shows like that delayed. So maybe the one nice thing about this is that we don't have to watch TV shows live so much anymore. Well, that could be nice. Well, and and there's the game behind the game. It's not 
it's who can find I, you know Netflix is notorious for not really putting out a ton of data on who's watching what necessarily but uh, everyone kind of knew that Friends and The Office were by uh, by a far stretch the two things mm-hmm. that were watched the most on Netflix and those are shows that ended in I mean like in, in the case of The Office what like when we were still in college or shortly thereafter like it's you know it's been it hasn't been been gone for 10 new runs in five years five years plus Mm -hmm. friends ended in the mid 2000s oh before i think before before that that, they well they 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 certainly made it into the 2000s they may not have made Mm -hmm. it to like 2007 but they probably made it to like 2003 or 4 so it it's the real game is that they figured out that what you want is not new content. You actually just you want to watch the same shit you've already seen six times. You want to watch it a seventh time. And I I don't like I'm I'm extremely guilty of that impulse. I I I have limited to no willpower to stop that impulse and so in that way like i'm probably netflix's dream customer yeah because so i'm not i'm not really actively seeking seeking out the new stuff that they're creating i like they they don't really have to spend a nickel on developing stuff for me they just got to pay the rights for criminal minds so this is, i mean yeah go ahead max it's probably a rhetorical question, or I know the answer, and I don't want. But is that really Netflix's customers? Like, I mean, do you yeah. really think most people don't want new content? You can get the entire Office box set on DVD for sixty dollars from you know Target right now. Are people going to pay fifteen dollars a month so that they can stream Office episodes? You've been you, able to you, get that box set the entire time. Yeah, like that's that's what I'm saying. Like you. People are people are horrible at, at doing that kind of math. Yeah, well, I, I think it's a combination. I think that the I think that probably helps them retain, like the new the new content helps get people to get onto their platform. But they're <clears> like, oh look, I can rewatch The Office too, and then they kind of just keep it around. Oh, yeah. I think it is one hundred percent the other way around. Office and Friends are getting people onto Netflix, and they're hoping that they can entice you to stay. By coming up with something new while you're there in between for, it's something for the you know for the three months in between you watching the office again it's sure. absolutely so, the other way around because well, why, I think the magic I think I think the magic thing is that it could work either way why would you sign up yeah. to a brand new streaming service you know why or why brand new to you because Netflix has been around why would you start a new thing because of some show that's never aired before, like that's not how well, people do so things. You heard at all. good things about Ozone. Yeah, well, so something. I can. So I guess the reason I say this is, and I think this is why I say it can work either way, is so I signed up for the Disney Disney Plus because I was like, oh, I want to watch Hamilton, and I was like, we're gonna have, we're gonna get the free trial, or we, we might have it for a month, and then we'll just get rid of it. But then we said, oh, let's watch the Marvel movies. Oh, um, but then. Um, 
now there are things coming out in December that we want to watch. So it's like, well, we'll just hold on to it to December, you know? Here, here's why that's not the same. Hamilton was the most popular piece of entertainment in the entire world for a, peer, a fixed period of time. That It wasn't a new development. It's not Ozark. You wouldn't I, have signed up for Disney Plus if that was a brand new thing. If someone said, hey, there's this rap musical about Alexander Hamilton. You can only get it by signing up for this new streaming service, Disney Plus. I defy you to look me in the eye and tell me that you would have signed up for a new service for that. I don't. I won't believe you if you do. I signed up for Disney Plus to get The Mandalorian. So, and and this is but this is you the, could argue that's, that that's an extension of Star Wars in the same way. I guess. Yes. yes. I just of, really wanted more Star Wars content. Of course it is. This, and by ulti- signed up, I mean you know, I have found someone who had access. <laughs> I mean, oh, ultimately, yeah. ultimately, I think this is this is the point that that I get to with with this and and these strategies by the over the top services to kind of come full or or Netflix and Hulu for that matter, is that just like the internet, the the ideal is that this will allow for exploration and we all go off into different directions and we have these. Um, niches of of like oh i'm i'm really into this or i'm into that and i kind of discovered but ultimately and i totally understand it um we're all doing the things that are comforting and a lot of people it's not having to put i mean literally not having to put the dvd in for the next um friends or or the next uh office episode it's just having it on it's the thing that is comforting it is the buzzfeed quiz equivalent and we can say how silly they are and like you know oh do better and stuff like that but no it's it's comforting and no matter how much i disagree with it hey i can't watch Mad Men anywhere right now and right now especially this 2020 or 2020 the year of not so great um it would be nice to watch Mad Men again even if it was just uh you know cathartic um but i can't and i might go out and buy the blu-rays so I totally understand that we have the opportunity to move away from monoculture, but people are just going to go watch Friends in the office and, and X-Files for, for that group of folk. Um, and I, I totally get it. It's comforting. I don't want to le- I don't want to understand a new show. Give me something I already know. Yeah, that that's I think that's all I'm getting at is I I, I guarantee you, like if you if you were to actually get straight answers out of someone at Netflix and you ask them, does, does Stranger Things pay for The Office, or does The Office pay for Stranger Things? You know, you know what they're gonna tell mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Reed Hastings is gonna tell you you're fired, even if you don't work there. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's true. Um, okay, we have <laughs> we have ranted and raved about this for way too long, so. Uh, any any parting shots before we move on? Uh, Pierce, I think you can watch Mad Men on Bezos TV. I looked at that. It's kind of uncertain. I really should just buy the Blu-rays. I am D Bezos TV. Maybe I don't know. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little confusing, but yeah. Yet another service to have to deal with. Service within a service. So with ads. Oh God, it's um. Before that melts my brain, let's uh, let's wrap up and move on to Pierce's sorry. What are you apologizing for today? 
Um, so actually, as we've been recording today, I have a, a different beverage than normal. Um, and I was pretty excited to bring it along to the recording today. And Max and I had, did some, some texting over the weekend uh, to do with this beverage. Max, what did we text about this past weekend? Uh, tea. What specific kind of genre of, of tea or, or preparation, I should say? Uh, the loose leaf variety? A loose leaf variety of tea. So I am here today um, because, I mean, essentially I was not consistent with, with my beverage snobbery. Um, I think in many ways I am a, a beverage snob. Um, and I would like to say that I am discerning and observant and just want to have the, the best there is to offer and prepare it properly. Um, as such, um, I have been unreasonably disparaging of tea in the past and I'm sorry for that because a lot of people really like tea and it is culturally super important to much of the world um, and I have went to a local shop and bought uh, an independent store, a local independent store and, and bought loose leaf tea this past weekend had a lovely experience and have now been steeping I mean, actually, whole branches of, of tea plants, basically. <laughs> I mean, just they unfurl in their leaves. Uh, I got a milk oolong and a gunpowder green tea, and it has been absolutely delightful. And, and so I apologize for being disparaging of tea in the past, and I highly recommend that, uh, you know, maybe look into replacing that second cup of coffee, get a really inexpensive infuser, um, go buy some was ultimately not that expensive, nice loose leaf tea and um have yourself a great cup of tea because it's very delightful um and I've, i'm on my this is actually my third cup of tea today uh oh, so so highly recommend meanwhile oh, i, I have... thought we were gonna get another apology about uh heating water up in the microwave again <laughs> well that's how you mess up tea too that i i think make yeah you i think if you were to make loose leaf tea with water heated in the microwave Max would walk to Atlanta to stab you. <laughs> I can get that a Delta flight super cheap. <laughs> you definitely can. <laughs> and you don't have uh, to sit in the middle seat. I mean, if you can get uh, out of your apartment. Fair. What with the goings on and the axes and whatnot. Well, uh, okay. Uh, so Pierce has, had, Pierce has had three cups of tea. I've had four cups of coffee today. What where, What world are we living in? One where we're staying up till nine to watch something very stupid on television. Well, let's let's not talk about that. Fight Instead, night. Let's, let's uh, fight night. At least at least we don't have to pay for that. Um, well, we pay just not with money. Yeah. Instead, let's wrap it up and uh, close with a big idea from pop culture. And I, I don't, I don't usually do this. I, I feel I almost feel a little weird about it. Um. I am very excited this week about a thing that hasn't happened yet. A thing that's coming. Specifically, something that I saw an ad for uh, during a, a TV show that I was watching last night. There's a movie coming out called Freaky. And Freaky is uh seems to be a, a it's a blumhouse production so 
noted mm-hmm. makers of uh, thrillers and horror movies and whatnot. And it seems to be very much a cross between uh, a slasher film and Freaky Friday. Only instead of Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis, it's one of the daughters from Big Little Lies switching bodies with a murderer played by Vince Vaughn. And it's, it's very important which daughter from Pretty Little Lies. You know what? I'm going to look that up. At the older one, Abigail. Okay. Uh, and and I am I'm so very excited about this movie. It seems like it's going to be completely insane uh but i I do like i'm i'm intrigued as you know i I, i'm pretty sure we've talked about this at some point uh i'm a bit of a wuss i have not historically been a horror movie enthusiast uh but i i'm really intrigued by the idea of being able to cut some of that tension with some comedic aspects and so I, I just t- take all of my money, Freaky the movie coming out on Friday the thirteenth of November. I just it's I can't wait. I'm gonna watch it ten times. I'm probably only gonna watch it once, uh, but you know, it's a uh, I don't know. It's it's a it's a I think it's a way for me to dip a toe into the water and and branch out. Like you know. I'd like to watch more horror movies. I think there are some really good ones that I have, you know, I've passed on for a long time. And, and so, you know, if if something like I just if something like a teenage girl switching bodies with slasher Vince Vaughn can can, you know, help me branch into that, you know, all the better. Maybe I'll eat my words, but I just can't imagine being scared during a Vince, a Vince Vaughn movie. <laughs> I mean, that's that's reasonable, too. That is certainly. Reasonable. I mean, the second season of True Detective was frightening, but maybe not in ways intended. Uh, I never watched season two. I just watched the other ones. I was frightening how bad it was. Hey, yes, you got it. You Sing. got it. Oh man, we've yeah. <clears throat> All right, that's yeah. We've we have definitely been talking for too long. So that is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com. If you subscribe to the feed on your podcast app of choice please leave us a rating review comment that sort of thing or just tell a friend about the show we'd love to share it with them as well we'll be back next week to talk about something else until then i'm sean i'm pierce i'm max thanks for listening